Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Hey folks, today's episode of the Soul Talk podcast is about how to let go of negativity, negative thinking, and be happy. Are you ready? You know, negative thinking is a prison that leads to a limited life. Sometimes we get caught up in thinking negatively. Oh, no, it's not going to work. It's never going to happen. You can't do that. I can't do that. And we start thinking negatively. Oh, what are they thinking about me? And we, we gravitate towards the negative. Have you ever had that experience? One of the things I have found is sometimes we gravitate towards the negative because our ego, our mind, is actually trying to protect us. Negative thinking can be a protective mechanism from truly being open, from truly being vulnerable, from truly losing control, that if we can be negative and we can uh, uh, feel negative, and, and, and then we don't have to truly open to possibility, the what-if possibility of the positive. And this way, if things don't work out, if we get hurt, if we get left, if it doesn't manifest, then... We don't get too hurt because we didn't get our hopes too high. So there's a sort of positive intention, protective mechanism that can be attributed to negative thinking, right? But here's the thing. Negative thinking serves nothing. The more you focus on the negative, what's not, the more you give power to what you don't want because what you focus on expands. The more you give power to what you don't want, the more what you don't want starts showing up in your life. And the more your conscious mind, your unconscious mind, and every part of you begins to generate more of what you don't want. How you view a situation, how you view a person, how you view a place actually determines your reality. So you see, folks, when an experience happens in your life, someone says something, an experience happens. Inherently, it is neutral. Inherently, it means nothing. Your reality is determined by the story you make up within yourself, and your reality is determined by the way you choose to perceive and interpret a situation, a thing, a word, a person, and what is said. That interpretation is really more than the experience itself. That interpretation that you have determines your experience determines your reality. Your reality is determined by your interpretation. So how are you interpreting things? The challenge is, it's good to consider this. Every single thing that's ever happened to you in your life gets stored in your nervous system. So when your mother said something when you were two years old or one years old or two months old about life, about people, about relationships, about men, about women, when your dad said something, when they were fighting, you know, whatever was going on in the tension in the household, every single thing gets stored in your nervous system as an energy. 
as a scar, as a mark in your nervous system. Your nervous system is being imprinted in a certain way through these experiences. The nervous system, your nervous system is the your antenna to the world. So information comes in. You're in a situation, something happens. Information comes in through the filter of your nervous system, right? Someone says something to you and depending on the state of your nervous system, meaning the more, the more unprocessed trauma, hurt, guilt, shame, pain, incomplete stuff that you're carrying inside of your nervous system, your nervous system filters through an experience through all of that stuff. And based on the state of your nervous system, whether it's carrying a lot of junk or not, it is now making up meaning about experiences that are occurring in your life. So realize that the meaning you might be making up something to be may not actually be what it really means. What someone said may not be what they really said. How someone showed up in your life may really not be the the meaning that you made up. You might Somebody might not call you back. Somebody might not smile. You know, I recently had someone say, cool, in your picture, you didn't smile enough. And that means you are blah, blah, blah. And, and, and so, you know, we're making up meanings that aren't necessarily reality. Reality is not necessarily the reality you are making up in your mind. It's just the interpretation. So take a look at your experiences. And what are you making things mean? What are you making things mean? What is the reality that you're making up? Your reality is determined by the state of your consciousness, the state of your nervous system. Take a step back. Don't get attached to the meaning you're making up. Take a step back and look at your interpretation. And so I think we have a responsibility as we shift negative thinking. We have a responsibility to actually... uh, consciously become aware and deal with our mental, emotional, uh, uh, unresolved baggage, whether it's pain, trauma, hurt, guilt, shame from the past. We have a responsibility to process it, to clear it, to let it go, to do the deep inner work. You must do the deep inner work to release those feelings. Sometimes we don't want to feel the negative feelings because we're afraid if I feel the negative feelings, it will never end. Sometimes we're afraid to feel the the not so great feelings because we're afraid I'm going to get overwhelmed or I can't handle it. And so we keep it stuck inside of us. The challenge is when we keep that stuff stuck inside of us, it doesn't go anywhere. It just clouds and clogs up the freedom within us and affects our ability to perceive clearly because all that stuff is stored inside of our nervous system. When you do the deep work and you release, which might mean you have to feel, which might mean you have to grieve, it might mean you have to feel the experiences that you haven't felt, So not so that you wallow in them, but so that you can let them go and release them. You have more space within yourself. As you have more space within yourself, you are able to experience and interpret situations more clearly. So when someone doesn't call you back, doesn't mean they don't love me. Or when someone doesn't want to be in relationship with you, doesn't mean you are not enough. Or when someone doesn't smile in a picture, that doesn't mean, you know, you're not important. These are all things that we're making up based on our interpretation. So dealing with your inner stuff is the foundation to be able to see clearly and perceive accurately. How you view a situation, personal place will determine your reality. Your reality is created by how you see. If you are not conscious, your mind will rob you of happiness and cause you suffering. Negative thinking is when we are slanted a certain way to perceive things a certain way. We're not seeing a situation as it is. 
I like to say, look, I'm actually not a negative or positive person. I'm actually not an optimist or a pessimist. I don't see, you know, me personally, I don't see the glass half full or half empty. I'm a realist, meaning I see the glass not half full or half empty, but as it is, as it is. Become an isist. When you're able to move yourself into relationship with reality, you're no longer thinking negatively or positively, but you're in relationship with reality as it is. It's only when you're in relationship, my friends, with reality as it is, that you're able to change what is. You're able to then deal with what is, not from a place of resistance, from a place of acceptance. And when you're in a place of acceptance, you're in relationship with the moment. And it's being, by being in relationship with it, you're dancing with it, you're able to begin changing something. When you are not in relationship with it, or you're thinking negatively, you're not in the moment, you're not in reality, you're projecting. And because you're not in relationship with what is, you can't shift what is. You have to know where you are to be able to get where you want to go. If you're lost, you have to know where you are to be able to find your way out. So start seeing things as they are. Negative thinking serves nothing other than to keep you from being open to the possibilities and keep you small. Here's a few important keys to help you deal with negative thinking, negativity. Number one is simply awareness. Start becoming aware that just because the negative voice in your mind is telling you what something is, something isn't, doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's true. You've heard me say in previous podcasts, it's not simply your thoughts that are important but the power and importance you give your thoughts. So just because negative scripts are running in your mind, just because negative thoughts are running in your mind, just because negative directions are running in your mind, just because you're maybe making up things in your mind that sound negative, they don't like me, they don't like me, they don't love me, they're going to leave me, doesn't mean it's true. And so it's not about fighting your thoughts. It's not about resisting your thoughts. It is about observing your thoughts. As you begin to observe those negative thoughts and don't, and I would say, don't get negative about your negativity. Just observe it and witness, realizing that even your negative thinking has a positive intention. Let me repeat, even your negative thinking has a positive intention. It's what you've learned. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to avoid disappointment. It's trying to keep you safe in some way. When you start observing the, the negative pattern that you might be running in your mind, you, you get into relationship with it. And then you stop reinforcing the negativity because you're not trying to change it and you're not judging it. So don't change. Don't judge observe, witness it as it is. As you witness it without getting involved, you stop reinforcing it, you stop giving it power, it begins, the negative thinking grip begins to lose its power over you. This is key. First key is awareness, observation, and witness the negative pattern. When you witness the negative pattern, you realize you aren't the negativity. You are not the negative pattern. Then there is some space. As you are observing, you will realize there is space between you and what you are observing. Oh, and if you can observe the negativity, if you can observe yourself that is negative, the aspect of you that is negative, you start realizing, ah, oh, I'm not it. It's not me. There is now space. Number two, folks, is to question. As you observe your negative pattern or your negative thinking, 
You can begin to question your voice and your mind and the pattern itself. You see, you start realizing that the mind often plays old tapes, some of which are not even yours. Some tapes belong to your parents. Some of your negative thinking is slanted by your parents. Some of your negative thinking is created by those around you that you've taken on, by social media that you've taken on, by family, by friends, by siblings. So ask yourself, whose voice is this really? Is it truly mine? Ask yourself as those voices of negativity come up. Okay, Here's some real powerful practices as an inner yoga, mind yoga that you can practice. Whose voice is this really? Who does this thought belong to? Who do these voices belong to? Who does it belong to? You're coming into awareness. Is this fact or is it fiction? Sometimes we start believing the negativity and we start believing our thoughts to the moment to, to such a degree that it starts becoming real. Your thoughts aren't as real as the power you give them. And once you start believing those thoughts as real, they start becoming a fact, even though they're not fact, and you start creating a reality based on the fiction that now you think is a fact. So ask, question, wake up. You're waking yourself up to becoming aware. Is this fact? Is it fiction? Take a step back, question your mind, and again observe. Last key, folks, is choose. Simply choose. Yes, I'm saying that you have the power. Do not just wallow in and indulge in your negativity. Be firm with your mind. You are not a slave. You have the power inside of you. Sometimes we, we get a payoff for being negative. We get to feel sorry for ourselves. Maybe we get to bring other people into our sorry negative story. What is the payoff? Is there a payoff that you have for being negative? So be firm with your mind. Realize you are not a slave to your mind. You are a powerful soul warrior. As you do this and you be firm with your mind, it becomes easier for you to choose the actions that you want to take rather than being run by the limitations and the programs of your inner critic. So you don't have to fight that inner critic if you have an inner critic. We all have some inner critic. Love it. Don't fight it. Don't judge it. Don't beat it up. If, if, if the negativity is turned in on yourself and becomes an inner critic, reach out like you would to a baby and hold this inner critic part of yourself and say, thank you. Thank you. Speak to yourself as you would a tender two-month-old baby. Thank you. Because even the inner critic negative part of you that's turned in on yourself, it has a positive intention. It's trying to do something for you. It's trying to get you to improve, get you to be better, get you to be more so that you can get love. And it thinks if I judge myself and if I'm negative towards myself, maybe I can improve and be better and get love. It means, well, just the way the method is gone about it that maybe you've learned from childhood or growing up is not so effective anymore. So hold the inner critic with love. Hold that inner critic with compassion. Hold that inner critic with kindness, with tenderness, and say thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your input. Thank you. I know you mean well. Now isn't then. It's okay. I've got this handle. Thank you. Thanks. But I'm, 
not going to listen to you right now. Each time you take a compassionate action towards yourself, you begin to reclaim your power and strengthen your capacity to manifest your intention. So choose. You have the power. You have more power than you can imagine. Do not just wallow and indulge your mind and make an identity out of your negativity or your suffering. Your thoughts are powerful, my friends. Your thoughts not only affect you, but they affect everyone around you. And you have a responsibility to choose your thoughts wisely. You have the power to change your reality by changing what you focus on and changing how you choose to see an experience that will change your reality, even if external reality is the same. Your external reality doesn't determine your reality, your inner reality, and how you choose to see it, and how, what you choose to focus on, and what you choose to make things mean, determines your reality and makes your reality. You are your own maker of reality right now, even in a challenging situation, even in a seemingly not great situation. Ask yourself, how can I view this in a way that would serve my soul's evolution? How can I experience this relationship challenge in a way that I can grow from and learn? Because the truth is, everything just is. And every experience of life is neither positive or negative. It just is what it is, and it is what you make of it. That even the most negative things that have happened to people in life can become some of the greatest blessings as they as they evolved and became who they really are. Look at Mandela, 26 years in prison. Look at Oprah, who faced so many challenges growing up. That these things are what they are. But remember, every single experience is designed for your growth and evolution. Neither good nor bad, but for your evolution. And if you see that, ah, this is for my evolution, then you focus on what can I learn? How can I evolve? And how? can I grow? Then you find a sense of freedom and happiness within yourself. Folks, if you enjoyed this short episode of the Soul Talk podcast, do me a favor, please share it with your friends. Definitely, you know, post a review on iTunes and I would love it if you were to share this on your social media, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. I want Soul Talk to inspire even more people. Thanks so much, folks. I'll see you in the next episode of Soul Talk. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.